they could only lie awake in the dark and think whilst uncounted millions of years rolled by. They knew all that was occurring in the universe, but their mode of speech was transmitted thought. Even now they talked in their tombs. When, after infinities of chaos, the first men came, the great old ones spoke to the sensitive among them by moulding their dreams, for only thus could their language reach the fleshy minds of mammals. H.P. Lovecraft The Call of Cthulhu Good evening, listeners. You're tuned to WDAP New York, and we are set for a steamy evening tonight in the Big Apple. That was, of course, Don't Go Away Nobody by the Long Island Sound, and I expect some of you are heading on down to the Apollo tonight to hear them. If you don't have a ticket, don't bother turning up. It is a sold-out show with support from Nick Brittle. That's a new one on me, but I'm sure we'll be giving his records a spin in the near future. Some sad news coming to us now of a double murder in what appears to have been a crime of passion. The police have a man in custody, and the victims are believed to have been his wife and infant son. And that follows, of course, the terrible story of those two children who were rushed to Beth Israel Hospital this afternoon, having apparently been suffocated by their own mother. As you know, the boy was tragically pronounced dead on arrival, but I'm pleased to tell you that his sister is out of surgery and expected to make a full recovery. Well, I don't know what's got into the city today, but that sounds to me like it's time for another dedication for those hard-working boys of the 13th Precinct. And I'm sure they'll sleep well tonight. This is, yes, you guessed it, Lula Bye Bye from Hakamir. Lula, 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 Lula Bye Bye In your mommy's arms you're sleeping And soon dawn will The Apocalypse Players present The Afflicted from Reckoning of the Dead by Noah Lloyd and Matt Ryan with Dominic Allen as Detective Rusty Steele Dannon McAleer as Detective John Caramel Joseph Chance as Detective Lorenzo Ferrari and Dan Wheeler as your Keeper of Arcane Law. Part 7 A Hot Night in Harlem So, uh, you, you all make your way over to Manhattan, uh, well, Harlem, to the Apollo Theatre. And you pull up outside. It's fairly unassuming from the outside, but it's considerably bigger than uh, the, the little jazz clubs you've been in. You know, on Staten Island and yeah, um, out out east. Uh, you know, it's got a big lit up sa- sign that's uh, the lights are on, but it's still plenty of daylight. So it's it's well, it's still a bit of daylight. It's about seven 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 thirty by now. 
let's say it's seven o'clock by now, um, but the light still lit up, big red letters in what looks like today, you'd probably say it was Comic Sans. And then this sort of, this kind of sort of jutting out roof thing, can't remember what you call them. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Awning? Like a, yeah, but, but more of a, it's a sort like a solid, a solid sort of jutting out, fuck is it called? I, I know what you mean, and this is also the second time the Apocalypse players have struggled to find the word for this. We really struggle with that word, don't we? Like a portico, but it's not a portico. We had it as well in House in the Woods. Oh, a porch. Uh... It's like a porch. It's got a big... Oh, fucking hell, I have to learn the word. It's like an overhanging section. An overhanging thing, classic, like theatre, cinema, overhanging section. We know the type. You've got your article coming out about the, how to start a car in the 1920s. Joseph's got his about, uh, you know, the batteries and torches in the 1920s. I'll write one about the outside of theatres. Architectural details of theatres. Because <laughs> you can't say gambled all the time, right? That's the problem. Yeah. Much to my chagrin. Especially not in 47, it's not quite right now. <laughs> and there's some sort of red ropes outside and a few people queuing up someone taking tickets on the door. We all sneer, all four of us sneer at the idea of tickets. Like we need tickets. New York's finest. And there's a a big billboard outside that says, tonight, the Long Island Sound, with support, Nick Brittle. Um, hey, maybe we should, uh, I feel like our best chance of, of catching, if he's doing something with drugs or dealing something like that, we should catch him before he plays. Listen, no no offence, men steal, and you're spot on. But you and Moran just, wow, just, you look like cops. Why don't Carmel and I go in? You two head round. Yeah, well, yeah, if if, uh, if we go to stage door and demand we need to speak to him. We got the front covered. And you around the front buying tickets in case he, in case he makes a run for it. Sound like a plan? Yeah, yeah. Sure. And also, we're going to go, we're going to go in and we're going to listen, right? But we're not going to listen. Once we're in there, we, if this is all right, scope the joint. Once we're in, we start to we start to scope it out, find a way to back you guys up. Yeah, sounds good to me. Great. All right. I don't. I don't. Want, I don't want to hear this guy play. No. I say that in, in a slightly overdramatic, brittle voice that cracks a little. Huh. It's like it's it's too Italian. You doing brittle's voice? How do you know his voice? Let me try it again. I don't. I don't want to hear this guy play. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's all good. No, me neither. Sounds shit. No, I don't think any of us want to hear him play. Right, right. I don't, I don't want any of that voodoo shit. No offense, man. Let's uh, get us in that queue and let's pretend us to be these jazz fans, huh? The Emerald Dolls, that's our favorite, but we're here to check out the sound and fuck knows who Nick Brittle is. <laughs> good plan. Uh, is that okay with you, Steel? Yeah. So, Steel and Moran are going around the back, right, to the stage door. Is that the plan? Mm. And Ferrari and caramel are going just joining the queue like punters yeah unless there's a clear is there a little vip queue or i think i think it's it's okay for us to pass the queue isn't it it's just once we're in i think we need to pretend yeah okay does that make sense guys get in with our badges but then yeah yeah because i mean they're checking the stage door anyway so we've got a window of time it's not like we're going to be undercover for a long time yeah makes sense that makes sense to me yeah okay so I think I'll allow you to like lead, but yeah, approach the bouncer and we'll flash our badges or whatever. Yeah, I take I, t- I take my hat off and I I go over to him. And it's just we're just in jacket sleeves, so I think it's not. Yeah, we we look like relatively average Joes, you and me ish. There's an edge. There's an edge. We're, we look like Hootie and the Blowfish fans. 
Yeah. It's got a long, voluminous coat that covers the the gun, obviously, but like so do other people in the queue, I'm hoping. And we'll just we'll just scooch around and go, hey, hey, uh, a word, and I'll just... Back of the queue. No, I'll just flash the badge. Oh, apologies, detective. Just a word, just just a word. No, no problem, no problem. Just keep this on the QT for us, will you? Is there a problem? No, no, no problem right now. We just need to, um... We need to double-check something about... Um, we, had, we had a report in from... Uh, hey, Carmel, what was that report? And I, I point to him, realising that I'm about to enter, in, enter into territory that I don't feel as 100% confident as I thought I was going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's honestly nothing to worry about, but we'd like it kept on the down-low. We've heard that there might be illicit, illicit substances being uh, brought in by a couple of punters. I'm sure you're doing your job patting them down, but... Uh, we just want to scope out inside and make sure no one's going to cause you more trouble than you need tonight. Sure. Uh, will you um, keep a keep a low profile? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe me. It's between us. Uh, sure. And we won't make a scene if we find anyone, but it will make your job a bit easier, you know? Uh, no, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, Detective. Well, go on in and um, thank you. Of course. I, I wink at him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you go in and you sort of enter through this quite, you know, gaudy lobby, red carpets and gilt mirrors and a little um, box office. Guilt and shame. Yeah. Guilt and shame. Um, <laughs> and uh, a little box office inside with a, a glass front and a booth. Should we roll sanity for that? Not yet. For becoming weak with glamour. For the box office. <laughs> yeah, for being in a theatre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First time in three years. Um, maybe that's just me. Sorry, maybe that's <laughs> Boom! Galafor! Galafor! I'm not Oh, God. Fuck. <laughs> Meanwhile, round the back, Steele and Moran uh, have... Uh, you, you find the, the stage door. Clearly marked with a little sticking out sign that says stage door. Mm. Uh, I'll knock on it. Bam, bam, bam. No answer, but the door is sort of open. I go in. <clears throat> Hello? Anybody here? Doesn't doesn't appear to be anyone on stage door, weirdly. Huh. That's weird. This is a very unsecure back door. <laughs> certainly is. And normally you have trouble at stage door if you're in the fucking show. <laughs> I've never met a stage doorkeeper this lax. <laughs> there is a there is a little um a little sort of stage door office. Uh, there doesn't appear to be anyone on it at the moment. Can you see into it, kind of thing? Um, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can sort of. Is it like there's a counter? Yeah, you can see. You can see over the counter. There's no one there. Uh, if you are you looking sort of like over the counter? Yeah. You see a see a man um, like sort of looks like he's watching TV out the back. Hmm. Tiny little. Right. Is this right period? 1947. Yes, he got a tiny little, uh, little little telly. Hmm. I whisper to Moran. You think we should disturb him, or should we just go straight upstairs? I think uh, this feels like one of those situations where you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. I shoot him in the back of the head. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's clearly... uh, Used, used to people bothering him at stage door after the show and not before, so... Hmm. Makes sense. 
let's let's just walk past and if he asks late acts later we'll say we didn't see him mm. we knocked after all exactly all right unless he's the guy you don't think he's Nick Brittle do you he looks like the stage door man to me but you could always we could ask yeah but he, he don't fit the description we've been given right no he peers in and says he looks older than the description you're right we'll talk to him on the way out let's find this guy's dressing room yeah so you make your way down the corridor down past past some sort of there's a, there's a few sort of dressing room doors um, just with numbers on hmm. and then ra- around the front you guys are in the the lobby mm-hmm. you going up to the box office or are you just going to sort of flash your badges and make your way into the we've been let in by the from the queue I figured we'd just walk through unless we're challenged yeah yeah, I, I think um, yeah, I think I turn to you and I say, hey, a part of me wants to try and see if there's just one way in. Yeah. To the uh, to the artists, but but from what I remember, you might know more. Like backstage, if he gets backstage, he can go anywhere, right? Yeah, it's usually a labyrinth back there, from what I remember. It's like lights and cellars and shit like that. So I think we might be just on close down. Yeah. Why don't I cover the doors here? I can have a scan, see who's in the audience already, and then check back in. My my thinking is, if Rusty and uh, well, we don't know Moran as well, but as soon as Rusty gets started on something, we'll know about it if we need to close down. Yeah, no, you're right. In fact, in fact, yeah, this that's a crazy idea. Um, why don't we just come from both sides? They coming from the front, we'll come. They coming from the back, we're going to come in from the front. Let's go. Let's go through. I don't want to hang around. Yeah. Yeah, stay near the doors maybe, but let's go and have a, a scout. I'm jumpy. I, I think I grab you by the arm and I say, look, we're alone. Yeah. Sorry, but... Hey, no. My dream came true. Your dream? I don't mean... I don't mean I saw it. I mean, this guy wrote about it. And I pat my pocket. He wrote about my dream. Shit, man. What? What? Hey. There's no way. I never met the guy before in my life. Were we talking, like, fortune cookie stuff here? Are we talking, like, Zodiac stuff here? You, you can hear that my breath's coming in and out fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, you want to show me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut to, cut to the end. Cut to the end. Okay. I, I pass it over to you. Pass him the, you pass him the journal? Yeah. How closely are you looking at it? Well, he said skip to the end, so I think I'm just going to flick to the back page and then go backwards from there, probably. Well... You you sort of flick through. Is it a roll I need to do? Or <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, just to make things spicy. Yeah. So if you're only reading the last entry. Yeah. Could you give me a sanity roll, please? Oh, fucking hell! Right. <laughs> it's that kind of book. Uh, I say to you as as you study, I go, look, look, comrade. <laughs> it's straightforward. Bail, Isn't bail, it easy? Left, Lieutenant Fyodorov. <laughs> bail, Lee. We have to get out of here. Just a moment, just a moment. It's invisible ink, probably. Let me piss on it. <laughs> Do you have a lemon? Go to the bar, get a lemon. Right, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a 31. What is my sanity? My sanity is now 40. Whew. Oh, no, that's my luck. That's my luck. Oh. My sanity is 39. <gasps> no, 35. <laughs> oh! 
Yeah. We're going to be a rowdy crowd tonight at this jazz club. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers crossed. Sorry, because I, I knew it was going to get us into trouble, but like he's had a bout of madness, so it's, he's not going to be able to... Yeah. Uh, no, no, but exactly. Well, it was me that said, let me see. Yeah, well, I, but I was the one who kind of was going, like, I can't keep it I can't keep it together. But I don't think he would be able to. But I, I think, like, I'm just better at keeping that shit underneath as Carmel because he's a smooth talker. But it's all about the fucking dreams, like... It's as soon as it went into the Russian dynamic, I was like, that's it, I've got to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More vodka. One would hope. So I think maybe there's... Uh... I think maybe there's an involuntary reaction to this sanity loss. Yeah, almost certainly. Seeing, seeing you're so close to the edge now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe I'll let you... Unless, do, do you know what... Do you, do you want me to? Do you, yes, do you know what it is? Or do you want me to let you think about it while we go back to the the two investigators in the by the dressing rooms? Maybe maybe give me a second. Sure. Just to, yeah. Sure, it doesn't have to be something massive. It's No, not, no. It's not, a, it's not about sanity. I shoot Ferrari and I... Piss myself. No. <laughs> you guys are shooting each other a lot. <laughs> One of these days I'm just going to accept that offer. <laughs> I know. I need to be really careful with that. <laughs> the joke he suggests. Joseph's been the worst tonight. <laughs> what? I said i go for my gun. I didn't say i shoot. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You went for your gun. That is his thing. It's my best skill, guys. It's my best skill. That's true. That's true. You don't even need to tell me. You can just say it's your gun's in your hand. So, Dominic, Rusty Steele and Eamon Moran are by the dressing rooms. Mm. They're all n- numbered. They're not, they haven't got names on. Okay. The first one you come to is number six. Um, <clears throat> I knock on it. Uh, no answer. I go to the next one, knock on that. And I just walk down until someone replies. Sure. Okay, so you go six, five, four. And when you knock on four, someone says, uh, Hello? Nick Brittle? Oh, no. Uh, it's uh, the sound in this one. Which one's nicking? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Have to ask uh, stage door, I guess. Well, there's only three more, so I'll knock on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're knocking number three. Hello? Is that Nick Brittle? No, we're with the sound. All right, number two. <laughs> hey. Nick, is that you? No, we're with the sound. Love a fucking car. <laughs> and knock on number one. No, I don't knock on number one. I kick it open. I kick it open. <laughs> you kick it open? Mm. Boom. What, with your gun out? Maybe not the gun out, but I kick it open. There is a man uh, sat there holding a saxophone. You Nick Brittle? Yeah. Why'd you not answer when I knocked? I... I, I didn't... I didn't hear. Huh. Uh, why are they always the crazy ones? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing, nothing. Just thinking out loud. Uh, listen, um... Steel. What's the matter? Take it easy. I'm taking it easy. You want to smoke, Nick? Uh, who, who are you? Half a pikelet. <laughs> who, who are you? Wait, are you eating pikelets? Yeah. Jesus Christ. We, we've already had the Alan Dominic scene. <laughs> <laughs> Timing's all over the place. Good butter. Mm. You can you can paste this in when I answer the phone to me. 
<laughs> oh, delicious. <laughs> when I answer the phone to me. Am I on? The name's Steele. Detective Steele. Oh. I'm afraid I'm not the uh, backstage call. Oh. Uh, can I... Can I help, Detective? I hope you can. See, uh, we've been having reports, some weird stuff's been going on. And the only thing that connects the people involved is you. Oh. You got any idea what that might be about? Uh, what, what do you mean, I connect the people involved? All right, I'm just going to come out and say it, Nick. Loads of people went crazy. They did really fucked up shit. And the only thing that seems to trigger them is that, or connect them, the only thing they have in common is that just before they went completely batshit crazy, they listened to you play. Oh. Uh-huh. I... You familiar with this phenomena? No, I I think you... You must be mistaken. I'm going to cut back to the guys in the uh, the lobby. Oh, yeah, because you're the detective. <laughs> <laughs> he actually says that. I'm going to cut back to the guys in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to say to him is if he says, I think you're mistaken, I want to be like, oh, well, give me that. I must be the guy who plays the saxophone and drives people crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he is so P- Paul Dano in The Fucking Prisoners. That guy, that's all I see him as, the thick-rimmed glasses, sort of steamed up, like... I don't know, officer. Why is this so terrifying? It's horrible. Why is this more terrifying than normal? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the jazz. It's the jazz. The jazz has climbed into it. So, uh, back back in the lobby... I, I immediately start ripping... I start ripping the pages out. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 wait. Uh, I'm, like, screwing them up. Hey, it's a, hey. I'm trying to destroy that image in the back of it. Hey, no, 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 that's evidence. Hey, no, no, no. no. It's not right. It's not right. You saw. You saw that yourself. It's not right. Why are we carrying that around? We can't be carrying that around. That's that's not right. That look. That smile. I've seen that before. That city. That I'll I'll try and I'll try and usher him. I won't try and stop him, but I'll just try and usher him over, ironically, towards a place where there are no ushers. <laughs> yeah. Hey hey hey. Easy easy. But we gotta we gotta we gotta get rid of this shit. Sure sure. We will get rid of it. Put it in your pocket. Put it all in your pockets. Keep it. You keep it. Yeah yeah yeah. I start screwing it up and just putting it in my. Pocket. It was only really the back few pages I wanted to get rid of. There was just something about that smile that I didn't want to exist anymore. But you torn them out, right? Yeah. So there are there are people bustling past you now. Um, everyone's sort of less people getting drinks and more people taking to their seats now. If that makes sense. And if you glance in through the doors, you're you're on sort of stalls level. And if you glance in through the doors, you can see that the stalls are now about half. Yeah, off. I think I naturally do. As he's he's not really taking that in, I suspect. Uh, Carmel, but yeah, but I I try and maneuver him, but I think you're resisting, aren't you? Yeah. So we're sort of in this kind of weird, sort of friendly tussle. <laughs> Maybe like we look at, possibly look a bit like we're drunk. Yeah, yeah. I I can smell the whiskey on both of us. Yeah. That that pint of whiskey is suddenly <laughs> feeling like it's hit me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and I say, hey, look, look, there's there's got to be a way through. Hey, you there, you there. Uh, and I flash the badge again. I just having said that we were going to be discreet. I realised they were not being particularly discreet. I go, hey, you there. Yes, sir. Can you give me a hand? Uh, detective. You know, that's all right. It's right. Keep your voice down. Keep your voice down. Uh, I, I need to go through and uh, find my colleague. He's talking to um, one of your artists. Oh, uh, sh- sh- uh, sh- sure. But the show is just about to start. Yeah, that's... You've you got... Um, is it Brittle on first? 
Yeah, well, there's some support for the support, but yeah, Brittle's first on the bill. Uh, so, okay, so you got the warm-up band. Okay, fine. They're on at the moment. Sh- sure. Well, so they play like five minutes, and I, I'm doing this kind of slightly frantic look between Carmel and... I, I think, and the, she sort of um, glances in, she said, I think they're just about finishing up. I take out two cigarettes and I'm lighting them both quickly. And I pass one to to Carmel and I sort of just shove it in his mouth. I think I do try and take it shakily and I, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, look, look just just give us two minutes. Let's give two minutes. We've got, a, we've got a concern here. We've got a concern. I need you to keep this very under the radar. Keep it on the DL. Uh, what, 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 do you, what do you want me to do? Just, could you tell me which way I go to get to backstage? Well... Uh, Could you take us there? Could you take us there? Yeah, I guess. Um, maybe the quickest way is through through the auditorium. Fine, fine. Let's do that. And so she leads you into the stalls. Spotlights. <laughs> I think as I fo- as I follow you, I I think I, I push I push the journal back at you, and I say, "Don't read that. Don't read that no more. I got rid of the bad pages, but don't read that no more. It's bad. It's bad." Well, I, I, I take it and I I slide it into my pocket again. But I follow along, and I'm calming slightly hopefully and then backstage you hear a, a bell rings and a voice calls down the corridor Riddle you're up uh, at least they don't do that awful thing they do on Broadway where they go that's your five and then everyone responds thank you five. Oh yeah thank you five they say thank you five yeah it's an American thing nice Riddle Riddle you're up and he says oh yeah I, I need I need to go on stage now. I don't think you should. I think you should sit your ass down. But I I need to play. Why? Because I'm booked. We'll make sure you get paid either way. Uh, you could be a different kind of booked if you're not careful. This is uh this is a real big deal for me. Why? Because there's there's hundreds of people out there. Okay. Here, D. Here, my music. Yeah, I don't get that so much, because every every club manager I've spoken to says you suck. What's that? They says you suck. Uh, I, I suck? No. People... I had one guy at the Uproot, he's at the Harborside. Both those people said that they thought you were... Your music was too weird. They'd never book you again. Uh. People, uh, people love my music. Yeah, some people do, apparently, but a whole bunch of folk don't. Uh, you can't please everyone, kid. That's odd. You really want to go out there and upset half the audience? <laughs> like a real artist. <laughs> Cut back to in the auditorium. You hear a voice that you're walking through the... She's leading you down the side of the auditorium yeah. and you hear a voice say, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Mr. Nicholas Brittle. And the crowd go, yeah! Start cheering. Let's keep going, let's keep going. Yeah, move, move. Um, so you're... The crowd have all sort of got to their feet <clears throat> and you're kind of bustling along the, the front row. She's trying to lead you. She, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. But um, this is... Is it that door there? Is it that door there? I say, pointing to the three doors that I can see that she's heading towards. In the dressing room, um, Nick Brittle oh. puts his saxophone to his lips. Oh no! <laughs> uh, if 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 I if I have chance, I'm not going to let him do that because 
it's disrespectful. <laughs> what are you going to do? Grab it off him. Oh, he's the other side of the room. Uh, I'm going to charge over there and take it off him. <laughs> okay. Um, I think this is maybe uh, maybe an opposed dex roll. I'm not going to shoot it. Uh, I made too many mistakes. It could all have played out so differently. The heat, the goddamn heat, it's got to us. Fucking heat. You got here so late. Oh. It's not a criticism. It's not a criticism. No, no, check it out. Too many leads. No, you're right. But I mean, like, we were, we were being sure. That's the thing. It's almost like it's almost like the mythos has the drop on us. Yeah. Almost like we're not thinking like mythos investigators. Because we ain't crazy yet. I'm close. I'm, I, I think I'm... How many am I away? I started at 60, and I've, I've got five to go from 12. Uh, I failed that. But I'm going to push it by, I'm going to push it by, as I start running, I then, this sort of anger overwhelms me. I remember my dream about that little man with the harmonium. <laughs> and he reminds me of him. Mm-hmm. Um, how much I'd like to punch that guy. And so I, I leap through the air towards him. <laughs> Steel, take it easy. <laughs> As he flies through the air. <laughs> Roar! Tusks up. <laughs> it's even worse. Yeah, that's a big old fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. Oh uh, shit. Well, um. Oh fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I mean, I should have told you before, but I rolled a hard success. <gasps> so the saxophone goes to his lips and his fingers, which have been sort of fidgeting over there. Oh yeah, it was opposed. I can't push it anyway. Sorry. Oh, can you not push the opposed? I don't think so. Sorry, Dan. And his fingers, which are sort of kind of, had they been kind of fidgeting on the keys anyway. Um, as you leap towards him, you can see these fingers going back and forth. And you get so close that you can actually hear him breathe in, and then you can hear the before the note sound. Oh, beautiful. And then the note that comes out of the saxophone is like nothing you've ever heard before. It's it's piercingly high. And uh, it's like in between semitones. And then it starts flowing in this really peculiar melody. Sketches of Spain the same. And could you give me a sanity roll, please? Ah, fucking hell. Who's the best of us? Tried. I should have shot him. That's what I should have done. I shouldn't. Have. No, he's the worst of us. But he's the best placed. I shouldn't have run. I should. Have sh- I should have fired first. Dude, you didn't know. No, you would never have shot him. No, you've made a great choice there. It was beautiful. And Moran is rolling his sanity as well. Poor Moran. I know. <laughs> After everything he's been through. Yeah. Ah, I've rolled an extreme success. That's a six. Yes. Well, that's only a only a D three then, please. <laughs> great. <laughs> Shit. D3. Yeah. Shit the bed. The sort of sax playing that if you fumble, your brain just implodes, I imagine. You go and murder your family, that's what you do. Well, yeah. God. One. Pretty good. (gasps) Yes, come on. One, fantastic. Beautiful, Dominic, beautiful. I know it's only random, but I I like to think. Yep, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you suck. (laughs) And uh, Moran has lost three points of sanity. Ooh, 
So let's take it back to the auditorium. Um, so you're sort of bustling, yeah. bustling down this front row. Dannon, you had you wanted to say something. Well, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Um, Ferrari was like asking about the doors. I was just wondering because I'm at the back and I'm sort of following along. I kind of want. I had the instinct to see if I could do. I don't know if it would be spot hidden or psychology or something, just to see this vibe of the crowd. Because from everyone we've spoken to, it's either been half of them have hated it, half of them have loved it. But I got the impression that everyone seemed to be standing as one and sort of like going wild for this guy. So I wanted to do a some sort of role to gauge the atmosphere. Yeah, give me a give me a, uh, give me a psychology role. Um, I don't think I have psychology, so it'll be the base. So it'd probably be a fail. Was it ten? Is the base on psychology? I think twenty. I think on psychology. Oh, is it? Here it is. Ten. Ten's right. Yeah. Oh, it's ten. It's a bit mean, isn't it? Distressing, isn't it? I'll give you a bonus die because you because I know what you you, you sort of uh, you've spoken to a lot of people who've listened to the music. So yeah, I know what I'm looking for. Got an idea what you're looking for? Yeah. 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 Cool. A seven. Oh! A fucking seven. Lovely. That's great. Well, I mean, it's 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 great, but it's it doesn't really uh, it potentially doesn't tell you what you want to hear what you want to know no I mean it's not going to save us but I mean I was just happy <laughs> you, you're suddenly aware that actually you've been at a quite a heightened sense of a heightened state of anxiety yeah um, because you've just flicked through this book and, and you realise that you you don't know why you're fixated with getting to this guy before he plays yeah because you know you think it's just drugs right so why does it matter whether you get him before he plays or after he plays yeah yeah and you realise that you've been projecting a little bit onto the crowd and actually they've just stood up stood up like a respectful Harlem crowd for an act that's coming on. Oh, God, that's so much worse somehow. Like, they're not fixated with him. Uh, they're, they're just uh, an eager crowd, eager to hear the support. So you'd, you'd kind of projected this idea that they were manic. That's worse. It's worse. I don't know how it's worse. It's worse. I hate it. Well, perhaps it's worse because these people are... Vulnerable to whatever's about to happen. As yet unsullied. Yeah, exactly. There was part of me that was expecting a room full of cultists. <laughs> I turn to you and I say, they ain't afflicted yet. They ain't afflicted. Oh, God. And, and I break from the girl and I run for whichever one I thought the door was. I mean, I said three doors, but obviously, like, clearly there's just one right there. It's just one. There's just one, basically, right down the other end. Of the, of the stage. So you're moving between the front row and the stage. And I'm running. And the door is that she seems to be heading for is right down the other end. But the, the usher in front can only tell lies and she can only tell the truth. <laughs> Luckily, I don't know which one. You're nice. <laughs> if you're running, um, could you give me a dex roll to see whether you manage to get past this, this crowd? Um, uh, dex, dex is my... Don't say it, because then you fuck it up, right? This should be what I'm good at. That is a 28 on my 70. Ooh. A hard success. Great. So um, I, you, you, you sort of make it, make it through this crowd and you make it to the door down the other end. Are you following um, Carmel? Yeah, yeah. I th- as soon as he makes a break, I'm matching him. Well, could you give me a dex roll as well then, please? Yeah. Or trying to, yeah. Oh, I got an 85 on my 85 decks. What? Which is maybe not good enough. God, your your 85 is yeah. It's my best score. That's that's fine. So you both you both make it. You both make it to the door. Great. Back in the dressing room, you you failed your 
pushed roll there, didn't you, Steel? Yeah. So, as you come to from this moment where you, you, your, your eyes are screwed up and your hands are on your ears with this deafening sound, you, you unscrew your eyes. Oh, God. And you see that you've dropped your gun. Um, and it's on, it's on the floor between you and Brittle. Uh, is he still playing? He's, he's, he's paused to take a breath. Moran says, God awful noise. What was that noise? And Brittle says, I just need to get on stage. It's my set. Um, how close am I to him now? Hmm, you are say you're like maybe like five feet away from him I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle him to the ground and shout you can't go on stage because you're under arrest (laughs) you could try he's gonna he's gonna play his saxophone again is this a fighting brawl Mm, yeah it's probably I think I guess we should probably be in dex order Mm. so what's your dex 50 50 I'm going to give Moran... I'm not sure what Moran is. I'm going to give him 40. Old age. Old ages. Now, Brittle... Brittle's dex isn't great, but I'm going to say that he he has a he has a readied weapon because his saxophone is already on his lips. So he has a big advantage on his dex. That itchy trigger finger. So he's... He's... Uh, he's going to go first and he's going to play his saxophone again. Um, so... Uh, could you roll me sanity again, please? But I've closed some of the distance, right? <laughs> sure. Well, I, I think you'll be closing the distance on your on your turn. Yeah, I failed by... What's that? By one... No. What am I on? 41. So I failed by four. Could you roll me a D8, please? Oh, bloody hell. If I lose four, I'm going to go indefinitely insane. This is the problem with jazz music. It rots your brain so fast. It's what Lord Reith said. Three. <gasps> oh. oh. Hello. Oh, you but you guys are both on one. <laughs> I've had the bout of madness. Jesus, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? A fifth of 45 is eight. Fifth of 45 is nine. Oh, so I've got two. Nice. Well done. So he he plays the saxophone again, and this time it starts really low, but then very rapidly that sends through the scales until he hits that screeching high note again that goes right through you. And you, I, I think you fall to your knees as this sound echoes through you. And although there's this high-pitched wail, you can hear almost like a harmonic below it, which sounds like this chanting, saying the words of the... The man with the accordion. Uh, those words you didn't understand. It's, you don't know where it's coming from. and it's, it's almost like there's a note going in your ears and then there's a note coming from right inside you that's already there. That's, and it, it's, it's deeply, deeply unpleasant. Mm. It makes you want to do awful things. But you, you manage to sort of bottle that down. Let's see how uh, Moran gets on. Fuck. Oh, he has also failed... You're about to be disemboweled by... This music is disgusting. I love this track. So good. I know. It's great. Oh, dear. 
Moran is not doing well. Moran is also two points away from um, indefinite. Uh, Moran rolled a five, so that's about. But I don't know how I play a bout of insanity with a, an NPC, technically an NPC. Let me just look up the list. So Moran has a bout of madness, and his bout is. Oh dear. A jazz high. Uh, so, um, Moran. Well, I'll come. I'll come to Moran because it's your turn, uh, Dom. So you've you've fallen to your knees, hands over your ears. But he's mm. he's sort of stopped bl- playing again. He's taken a breath. Uh, can I can I draw my uh, my blackjack and hit him in one move, or would they be two separate moves? I think there'd be two separate moves. In that case, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for his throat with my hands, and punch punch him in the face. Fine, yeah, okay. So I guess that's a I guess that's a brawl roll, and he's gonna try and he's gonna try and dodge. I just come up I come up uppercut as I stand up, launch myself. Whack! <laughs> is he? No, he's not gonna try and he's not gonna try and dodge. He's gonna try and oh yeah, he is gonna try and dodge because. Because he's holding his saxophone. I'm not shitting you. I've rolled. It's either a hundred or a one. A one. One. Zero one. Wow. We needed a bit of luck. Okay. Well, I guess that's 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 maximum damage, right? Uh, yeah. It's not impaling because it's just a punch. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the other one. So yeah, it's maximum. So um, unfortunately for him, that's seven. Ooh, wow. He's lucky I didn't get my nightstick out. <laughs> right, I mean, that would have killed him. <laughs> He'd be dead. <laughs> possibly lucky for us, possibly lucky for us, possibly bad for us. That's half, that's half his hit points. <laughs> Major wound. Well, he's tough. Well, he's he's an, he's an ex, ex-GI. Yeah, he's served. Yeah. So that's, he needs to roll to stay conscious, right? Uh, yeah, and he'll fall prone, he'll fall down. And he does hard success, so he falls to the floor, um, but his hands are still tightly gripping his saxophone, and and he's sort of. Where have you hit him? In the face? Uh, yeah, I think I've uppercutted as I stood up, just uppercut under his chin, break the jaw, crack his teeth. Oh, major wound, right? Major probably wound. Probably broken his jaw. Probably broken his jaw. Yeah, I think you might have broken his jaw, which is unfortunate, seeing as he was trying to play the saxophone. Yeah, yeah, his playing days are over. There's good police. You smack him and he, he kind of bites down hard on the saxophone. His head flies back and he stumbles to his knees, but he's still gripping the saxophone. And he's he's mumbling, My jaw, I, I need to play. And he pulls the saxophone back to his mouth. And meanwhile, You're resisting arrest! <laughs> Moran says, um, What? Where am I? Who are you? What? What's going on? Where's Grania? Grania, Rowan, where am I? And he he turns around and starts walking out of the room. Got a grip, Moran. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> uh, back to um, Ferrari and Carmel. You've reached this door. Yeah. John, we gotta get to him. Yeah. Let's go this way. Did you hear that? I thought I heard something. Yeah, it sounded like a fucking a cat screeching or something. F- forget about it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just running. I'm just running blindly up this corridor this girl pointed to. Yeah, so you, you open the door and, um, and you 
head down a corridor past what looks like a green room and you 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 turn a corner and then you see a row of dressing rooms mm. um and you see uh, you see moran kind of stumbling out of one looking a bit lost and then you see a couple of other doors open and and, and heads poke out saying what's what's going on out there everything okay and i'm sort of just i'm, I'm barging past them in this long long single shot scorsese style they're actually all beyond you so you are so moran is closest to you all right okay yeah hey moran moran hey hey who are you what's what's going on where's grania where am i uh roll psychology i think i think as as ferrari's doing this as you're sort of approaching moran i think i pull my piece and i just gesture with with it and say back in the rooms back in the rooms everyone like to the heads that are popping out as we're sort of rushing towards Moran. And they do. They 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 sort of back off, hands out, and they back off into their rooms. A few doors close. Yeah. Um, you were going to roll psychology on Moran. Please do. Mm, that you know, what? I'm going to spend some luck because that is a uh, 37 on a one of my. It's, yeah, it's only two. It's only two luck. Ah, oh, do it. Yeah. <sighs> it's the spirit, I think. 32. No, I'll spend those two, so I'm down to 30 luck. And I will pass my psychology roll. So, you, you, you're reminded about how old this guy is, and he's, he's grizzled and tough, and he's a good... He, well, he gives the impression of someone who was a good policeman. Mid-60s, right? Yeah. Yeah, at least. And he's... Um, With that face, you can't tell. We're all a bit in awe of him, right? <laughs> yeah. But he's, it's, he suddenly looks lost, like a... It reminds you of your. It reminds you of your, your old nonna when she started losing her mind. She started to lose her mind. It was tragic. She used to just walk up and down the corridor, calling for people whose names I'd never heard. And this is exactly like that. It's, who's this? Who's this Grania? Who's this? What was it? What was the other name? Ro, Rowan. Whatever it was. I. I think. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. And I. I sort of pat him on the shoulder, but at the same time, I'm. Conscious that if the others are going in because of whatever, I can't even look behind at Carmel. I'm too fast. So the other thing you realise with your psychology role, you remember that uh, your nonna used to. This used to happen to her when, when some when something just slightly disturbing happened. Every, like everyday life, she'd be fine. But if something out of the ordinary happened, it would throw her off kilter, and suddenly she'd. It's like she could, she'd forgotten how she got where she was and she'd suddenly be back. In the green room, in the green room, are there seats? Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, so I'm going past him and I'm patting him on and I'm going past him and then I, and I do one of my weird, the, Carmel will recognise this, one of my abrupt stops that I do sometimes when I'm, I've done my paperwork and I've handed it in to the chief and then I go, I'm about to go back to my desk and then I stop and I do an immediate back turn and I go over to filing cabinets and I get other things out. And it's exactly like that moment. We call it the Renzo pit stop. I do the Renzo pit stop. <laughs> he just suddenly, boom, changes wheels and just... And I, I don't say anything, but I just lock eyes with him and I grab Moran and I push him into the green room and I go, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, partner. And, I, and I'm nodding at um, Carmel and I show him my gun and I'm just nudging back. And, and, I, and I basically mouth, I've got this. I've got this. Okay, okay. And I, I, I take him into the green room. So you're passing back past me, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know I'm fast on the draw. Yeah, yeah. So if I sprint back to you, I can have this gun in my hand, 
faster than you can blink. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, so let's pop you back in, pop you into the dex order. Oh yeah, Car- Carmel. If that's is that the best way to do it? Carry on current order. I'm happy with that because I've got a very good dex. Love it. What's your dex? Eighty-five. Wow. Okay. So I'm gonna. So you're gonna. You're gonna act after brittle. And you're right by the door. And in fact, in fact, you might not know this. Well, you will if you've looked at my character sheet. But I actually have a forty-five in music, and it is specifically the saxophone. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not something I talk about at the station. But when I say when I talk about taking these girls out to Juju House and stuff, you should be out there playing. You, we're going to have to get you to cover them. You're going to have to go out there and play, keep the crowd happy, <laughs> while we kill Brittle. Uh, while we interrogate Brittle, I'm going to need an instrument. This one looks good. Oh God, what if it's cursed? We need a sax duel. So in in the in the room, um, in the uh, in the dressing room, Brittle is going for the gun. Um, that's that's on the floor. Oh shit! So he sort of landed on the floor, and he he grabs the gun. That's what he does in his move. <gasps> Fuck! So, steel, you're up. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna kick him in the face. If he goes for the gun, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick him really fucking hard. Well, he's gonna try and he's gonna try and fight back, which I mean won't be a. I don't think he'll get a shot off, but he's gonna try and catch your foot if you like. Mm. Yeah. If he's prone, do I get a bonus die or he gets a penalty die or something? Is it something like that? But if he's acting, I don't think he's prone. He's he's active, so he could dodge your. But he's but he's just he's just taken a major wound, so he's on the floor. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I'm going to kick it. That's a very good point. I forgot about the major wound. Major wound. Reported for duty. It's because he yeah he, he managed to stay conscious, but he still knocked seven hit points or something, didn't he? Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. What a fucking punch. Like a fucking traction engine. What a punch. Rusty steel. <laughs> fucking. I've got some really bad news for you, Dan. I've done it again. What have you done? <laughs> Another extreme success. Have you? <laughs> I rolled a 10. A 10 on my 55. He's dead. He must be dead. I don't need to give you a... Well, no, I still get to roll my... Yes. <laughs> mm, well, that's true. Yeah, because it's not a critical success. Um... Hmm. Is he fighting back? Yeah. Oh, he's got to roll a critical then to win, I think. He does, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Can you spend luck on that? He's certainly going to spend luck, but he hasn't got any luck. I need to roll up his luck. <laughs> Why haven't they given him luck? <laughs> 3d6 times 5. As this is all happening, I in slow motion, like something I've gladiator my my face is just drifting into the door frame like yeah so he needs to roll a fifth of his brawl which is 65 oh no wait a minute this is my turn right yeah so he can't he can't actually beat me I don't think even with a critical yeah because I think you can only crit on your turn I think as as the defender only if he dodged only if he dodged maybe he dodges dodging dodging you can you can defeat the attacker right yes with an equal degree of success yeah Okay, that's what he does instead then. So, he's going to try and dodge. <laughs> so he's going to spend 30 points of luck. Bloody hell. To dodge. So Lady Biami a move there. It's my kind of player. He lands arse first on the saxophone. Actually, Dom's kind of player. It's Dom's kind of player. <laughs> yeah. Dom's, Dom's taught me everything about 
spending luck. Damage to spend on. <laughs> yeah. And it's Moran's go, but he's sort of, um, he's just recovering in the green room, basically, <laughs> on his turn. Uh, oh, no. No, that's not right, is it? Have you had a, have you had a move yet, Carmel? No. No. But I don't know if my move was maybe getting to the door frame. It depends how quickly things are happening. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I think your your move was entering the room, as you say, sticking your head around the door. Because I've got my gun out already because I was getting everyone else back into the, the thing. So I'm sort of just peering into the, through the door frame. Well, I'd say your move was getting into the room with your gun out. Gun at the hip. Yeah. So, Ferrari, it's your move. It's going to be okay. It's, it's going to be all right. This, like, I've seen my Nana do this... You're going to be okay. It's just something's happening there. I got to go and help them. You understand me? You stay right here. You stay right here. I'm coming back for you. Detective, I'm coming back for you. And then I'm sprinting. I, I don't know who you are. Oh, God. Grania. I, I, I yell back over my shoulder. I'm the one who has the dreams. Just like your buddy. I'm sprinting. Back in the room, a brittle... Um, points the gun at steel and fires. Oh dear, what's the gun? Is it a Colt 19 like ours? Uh, it's a Colt 1911, yeah. But I'm going to I'm going to try and fight back if I'm as I'm close enough. Okay. By kicking him again. Sure. Yeah, fine. Okay, it's not an extreme success, but it is a it's a hard success. So I've so I've rolled a hard success. So do you need an extreme to beat it? Yeah, so he he's he's won that contest, yeah. Do you want to spend the luck? Can you spend luck? Hmm. How many hit points have I got? <laughs> I've made that mistake many a time, weighing up the hit points and then realize, and then getting crushed by a flying car. <laughs> I'm sure I can take one one bit of bad luck. Hmm. <laughs> I did survive that. It's, be- it's a beautiful, it's such a beautiful system. <laughs> it really is. So he's got a hard success. A hard success. How much luck do I need to spend here? I need to get under 11. So that's 14. I could just spend the luck. Yeah, why wouldn't I? Yeah, I'll spend the luck. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll make that an extreme success. Okay. So you what, you kick him again? If I can. Yeah. Yes. So is that maximum damage again, even if it's... No, because it's not my go. Right. So it's just not... I just rolled for normal. Roll for normal damage. Which could still be nasty. Wait, are you kicking hit the gun out of his hand, or are you kicking... What are you going for? Uh, yeah. I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Fine. That's five hit points. Ooh. Whack! He's on two hit points. Two left. Saxophonist piece of shit. Fine. And now it's, it's Carmel's go. Yeah. Well, I think as I as I sort of look into the room, I see this bleeding-faced guy still clutching the saxophone in one hand, I think, and the gun in the other and it Well, he's sort of he's kind of like at this point I think he's sprawled over. You you, you when you kick him, steel, the gun sort of it, it goes off at the moment you kick him and then flies out of his hand, spins over to the corner of the room. Um and the the bullet sort of goes goes through the ceiling basically. Um, and he falls back and he's sort of um, cowering on top of his saxophone. So that's the image you see, like this a figure with blood all over his chin, like cowering over a saxophone. Yeah. And me kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> you can see he's got quite a big, broad back. You know, it's um, he's not a weedy guy. No. 
and I, I just hear the screams of the ballet dancers upstairs in the other dressing rooms as the prima gets shot through the leg. And uh, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> well, they're here. They're not on till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, true. Santa roll? I think I was trying to take aim, but, like, I feel like Steele's definitely between me and him, right? Because he failed the first jump, so in my head they've been fighting on that angle, so I'd be trying to get past him for a shot or... Yeah, it's all quite... It's all quite um, they're in close combat. Yeah. So I'm not going to risk taking a shot because it's quite messy already. So I think I I holster the gun and I run in and I want to run to uh, try and grapple this guy away from... Uh, mainly away from Rusty. I, I think I maybe get the impression I want to get him away from that saxophone as well for some reason, but the main thing I'm trying to do is just restrain him. Like, maybe go from behind, try and, like, pin his arms. Okay, so I guess that's a... I guess that's a... A fighting manoeuvre, so a brawl roll. Yeah. What's my brawl? Oh, it must be the base. 25, I think. It's a 45, so I'm, I'm not going to spend the luck because I don't really have that level of luck to throw on just a trying to get involved roll. <laughs> so maybe I run in, but it's too much of a mess. They're all over the pl- Well, it's up to you, but I figure maybe I just can't find an in to get well, I think if you try and tackle him, you, you do engage with him. Okay. He's rolled a hard success on his brawl. Shit. Believe it or not, he's, I mean, he's on the floor and, and, and being... Yeah, yeah. The shit has been kicked out of him, but he's he's an XGI and he's tough, so you, you go for him and... Yeah, yeah. He somehow, like, as you run at him, he, he, sort, of throw, he sort of throws you down. Mm. Uh, well, throws you a, across the room, uses your own momentum against you, basically. Uh, you know, grabs, grabs you by the legs because he's on the floor tosses you down shit and uh, Ferrari I, I pitch into the uh, into the doorway just in time to see Carmel go down still still active but like like rolling away mm. and I, I I use my left hand and I reach in to my pocket and I pull out the diary and I say I know the way to Kadath I know the way you know what I'm talking about don't you and my hand is, my right hand is just just slightly trembling. In that way, if you know me well, means that I'm about to go for my gun at the, at the nearest opportunity. Yeah. It's like I'm winding the fast, I'm winding the fast draw. Sure, yeah. I go, I know the way. Kadath. Kadath, right? Do you want to give me a psychology roll? I'd love to. That is, oh, shit, the bed. I'm going to spend more luck. That's eight luck this time. That's a bit more than I want to spend. I'm down to, th- I'm down to thirty. Uh, well, I mean, I'm near that. Well, yeah, it does feel like this is end game stuff, but obviously it's your call. <laughs> I'm gonna spend the eight luck. I'm down to twenty-two. Barely playable. Barely playable. Twenty-two is enough to jump out of a burning theater. <laughs> it's enough to gain some luck and, and have one last adventure. That's good. Yeah. As you as you say that, you look deep into his eyes as he sort of like lifts his head, turns to face you, and you see that sort of glassy-eyed, like he's never heard that word before in his life. He's got no idea what you're talking about. Fuck. And he puts the saxophone to his mouth again, and he blows. I shoot him. I shoot him. Quick draw. Hey. Okay. Give me a roll for your quick draw. <laughs> Shoot him. His ass getting tossed about on the floor. What you gotta do is give him a push. 
He's dead. <laughs> yeah. So I've already spent luck. Can I spend luck on this? I said, I've extended my my round as well. I did my thing. So like maybe it wasn't me. Maybe maybe this is my next action, which I can, I'm happy to keep my roll for. But I'm just suddenly thinking like I want an aspect. I just spent a 79. All those amazing rolls on psychology. 43 I just rolled on psychology. 35. 42, whatever it was. Well, let's give let's give you the benefit of the doubt and say... You you can roll again on your turn, but yeah, I think probably you should wait for your next turn, even though it's because you hadn't told me that you had. I got I got overexcited. But in your, on your next turn, you can certainly have the gun in your hand and shoot. Yeah, you did definitely preempt it with the old trembling right hand. So yeah, yeah, I just yeah. That's... But he puts the saxophone to his mouth and he blows. Oh fuck's sake! Sorry guys, should have just shot him. Mate, no. He blows and like the 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 sound now is like. It's, it's still that piercing sound, but it's distorted, and you can see agony on his face as he blows with this broken jaw. And he's sort of like, it's, it's kind of, um, his jaw is shaking. <laughs> as he forces his lips together and tries to, he certainly can play the trumpet, but it's, it's, a, it's a reed rather than a, <laughs> so he, he can still make a sound. But it's, there's an element of that piercing, offensive sound that's not quite as bad as it was before, but I'd still like you all to give me a sanity roll. Yeah. Fuck. A success. Yeah, that's a, that's a 97. Oh, son of a bitch, that's an 80. Ugh. I rolled so well earlier. Well, because it's, um, because, because it's not, because the sound is... It's, it's like it's lost some of its power and you can see there's tears streaming down his face, but you still need to roll me a D4 each for your sanity. Yeah. What about me? You passed. I passed. No sanity loss. Fantastic. Still in with a chance. It's well played. That's a two. <gasps> He's over. Yeah. That's me down to a 31. Shit, mine's, mine's a three, which leaves me with two left before I go indefinite. So this sound it sounds like it's coming to you from underwater yeah and um i'm gonna roll you for about for this under the hudson bouncing around off them doggy pyramids so yeah it sounds like it's coming to you from underwater and this it feels like waves are coming over you and you have a vision of your your uncle my uncle freddy yeah as those reeds are waving and his hair is sort of waving in the in the slow moving water of the Hudson. Yeah. And his eyes open and he he opens his mouth and, and what do you hear him say? Don't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I probably hear him say what he's always said to me, he said, uh, you'd be a great cop, kid. You just gotta harden yourself to it all. You gotta harden yourself to all, and you never gotta take a backhander, because that's how they—that's how they get you. That's how they get you. And I can see the concrete boots he's in, the sort of concrete blocks his feet are encased in. Yeah. So you—that's what you hear. The rest of you just see Carmel fall into a like a dead faint. He just drops to the floor. That last moment, I just—he's just—it's just again me as a kid, and he's tucking me into bed. He says, "Uh." Good night, Chief, and gives me a little cuff on the jaw, a playful one, and I just fall face first onto the pillow, and I'm out. Perfect. Fuck. So, 
What's your what's your dex, Ferrari? Seventy. Nice. So with your added fifty for a readied weapon, if you want to give me a um, if you want to give me a fast draw roll. Oh my god! I'm going to have to spend luck. Unbelievable! This is seventy-eight. I rolled it. Oh my god! I just feel like this is crucial, and I know I'm burning through him. This does make him unplayable. <laughs> if I move this eight, probably forever. But I'm going to spend it. People can play without luck. So true. Give me a sort of golem figure. <laughs> so I'm going to spend the eight luck for a pass on my fast draw. Mm-hmm. Wait, I can push it. What am I, what am I talking about? It's a fast draw roll. Oh, go for the push. I can push it. It's a 70. Oh, push, push on a 70? You have enough fucking laugh. Go on, push it. Does, it's, it's, not, it's not a combat roll, right? It's pre-combat. Push it. Yeah. Yeah, what are the odds? I'm going to push the roll by... Uh, I'm going to push the roll... I think I push the roll by... I do that thing where I'm, I'm reaching into my... Reaching into my pocket, so I, I, I've, got, I've got the book, and I throw the book at his face. But as I do so, I do a big lunge forward. Uh, it's like a distraction tactic as I'm going to sort of bring the gun up, like a kind of gunfighter. But it does work with a 46. Hey. Okay. So this this brings you right up the decks, uh, right up the decks chart, if you like. Kiss him right up the decks. You now have a readied weapon. Pulls, pulls me up. So the ball's in your court. Um, I'm unconscious. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to shoot the saxophonist. I'm going to shoot the saxophone. You can shoot the saxophone. Oh, hello. I think. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's what the fast draw is for, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is what it's all about. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I guess just give me a um, uh, give me a firearms roll. But I mean, it's 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 not a moving target. So unless you unless you fumble it, it'll be fine. It's actually a relief that it's not a moving target. I can see it sprouting legs like something out of the thing and just scurrying. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I lie. He's holding it, isn't he? He's holding it. So, no, I do need I do need a successful firearms roll. Yeah, so it's it's very specific, I think. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, that is a twenty-seven. Ooh. And what's that? A regular success. That's a hard success on a fifty. A hard success. He's certainly going to try and move out the way. He sees what you're doing. But he can't do it. And he he moves, tries to move the saxophone out of the way, but all he does is sort of lift it like this and make it a bigger target for you. And your bullet goes sort of right through the middle and into his hand in the other side. You see his hand sort of fly off the saxophone. With the bullet's kind of taking it through the massive gaping hole in the instrument. And he cries out in pain, and it's 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 partly the pain of the bullet going through his hand and it's partly the the pain of l- loss as he looks at his instrument and he's going no i need to play my 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 people are out there they need to hear me play and he sinks to his knees again oh, going off this guy but he's kind of but he's kind of broken we're out we're kind of out of deck order now but uh, I think it's fair to say Steel it's probably uh, it's probably you with the action so this guy's still conscious yeah um I think fuck I'm not sure what to do um well I'm going to pick up the, the saxophone yeah 
for sure, take it away from him. And then I say, um, you're under arrest and suspicion of weird shit, but mainly resisting arrest and attempting to shoot a policeman, a detective. You understand? Yeah. You have the right to remain silent, but anything you do, say yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I just... I need... I, I mean, he almost can't speak because of his jaw, but he's like, I, I need to hear... I need to play that music. I kneel down on his chest and get right in his face, and I say, Where did you learn that music, huh? Where did you learn that music? During a war, I was stationed in the South Pacific. I, I, I heard it in my dreams. I heard it in my dreams. And he breaks down and he sobs and he wails and he wails. And his, the wails he makes sounds almost like he's trying to, yeah. trying to make music, trying to imitate the music that he was making with the saxophone. But he says, I can't. I can't make the sounds anymore. That's for the best. I, I, I'm going through, like, bags or coats or not that there'd be any coats it's too damn hot I'm, I'm trying to find stuff but at the same time I can feel the sweat just kind of rolling off me and I can I can hear that I'm saying things but I, I don't mean to be saying them out loud about about the galleon and the and the white shaped moon creatures uh, and 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 I'm trying I'm trying to pretend that it's not me but I'm trying to look for evidence mm. Mm. Uh, you, you, fi- you find nothing. This guy's has has seemingly no no possessions with him. He seems to have arrived in the dressing room, just him and the saxophone and the clothes he was stood up in. But he 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 submits without any more struggles uh, as you as you cuff him. And um, Moran sort of. Stumbles in round the corner and says, "Sorry, boys. I, I had a appear to have had a some sort of funny turn. I think perhaps I am getting a bit old for this shit after all." <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's uh, Carmel there? And he goes over and he gives Carmel's face a, a slap, and you come too. While I've been in this, I've choked on my own vomit and I've died. <laughs> <laughs> Another good man gone. Ah, <laughs> ah, oh, oh, Christ. You, you come to and he sort of help, he helps you to your feet. Ah, oh, it's that handsome Irishman again. <laughs> Moran, Moran. Hey, we get the guy, we get the perp. It looks like Steele's got him in cuffs. We got him. Right, good job, good job, guys. Sorry, I, uh... Steele's got him in irons. Uh, hey, sounds like him. Well, what are we heading back to the station? Christ, I need a coffee. Yeah, I could do with something a lot stronger than that. I don't know how we're gonna make this one stick, but I think it's a good thing you didn't play for all those people. Yeah, something weird about this. Having having been unconscious for most of the actual music playing, I'm not really sure how much of that I understand. In my head, as I'm coming to, it's still about the drugs. I sort of say, yeah, yeah, well, we better... And I have this vision of my old, rusty, lacquer 
lacquer coming off saxophone at home that I never play in front of anyone else. And I, I look at the one with the bullet hole, but it's still gleaming. And I say, uh, well, we better get all the evidence anyway. And I, I sort of pick it up and carry it with me. Sure. I take out, uh, I look at something in my wallet and I say, uh, I did this one for you, Flint. You'd know what to do. I put my wallet away. And I roll my French language and I fail. And I just say, <laughs> uh, let's go back to the Maison de Police. Sure. I, I need to get home. All right. Check off on Grania. Don't know why. I left my car at the station. It's a long drive back, but uh, I'd like to do it tonight. Sure, sure thing. I could, I could drop you off. I'll head back there with you. Well, we'll be heading back anyways. Yeah. I'll trail, I'll trail you, you two with the, with the pup. Yeah, good thinking. And you make your way out, stage door, past the little office with the old man, still watching TV, like he's seemingly didn't even hear the gunshots that went off. Useless security. Someone sticks their head out of one of the um, one of the rooms where the uh, where the Long Island Sound were playing. Someone says, "Is it is it safe to come out?" Yeah, yeah. You need to uh, you need to do one hell of a set out there because you gotta you gotta make up for your warm up. He was he was real cold. Couldn't play. All oh, right. I'm real sorry. Uh, you hear that, boys? Uh, gotta be a good one tonight. And they that you you hear the band sort of sort of just sort of kind of tuning up their instruments as you filter out into the streets of Harlem. I stop in the doorway and I turn back and I go, hey, one more thing. Yeah. What kind of music do you boys play? It's nothing like Nick Brittle's, right? Oh, hey, I ain't never heard anyone play like Nick Brittle. Let's keep it that way. Stars to play with, or the moon to run away with. Welcome if you don't cry. Lula, 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 bye bye. In your monkey's arms, you're sleeping, and soon. This was an Apocalypse Players production. The Afflicted was written by Noah Lloyd. Rusty Steel was played by Dominic Allen. John Caramel by Dan and McAleer. And Lorenzo Ferrari by Joseph Chance. The Keeper of Arcane Law was Dan Wheeler. Additional voices provided by Betris Jones and Jessica Temple. With special thanks to Alice Wheeler for her rendition of Lula Bye Bye. For more information about the podcast, visit apocalypseplayers.com or to support everything we do and receive exclusive horrors in return, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash apocalypseplayers. Run away.
Sleepyhead.